a rose. I handed Rose two envelopes. These are for you. Oh my gosh, I am so happy for Hicks too. It was so much fun working with him again. He's such a nice boy. I just love the friendship you fellas have. She sat down. Rose was not only the smartest person in her office, she was also the nicest person in Atlanta. I motioned for her to open the envelopes. Open the one that says one first. I know you've wanted to say something to me for a while. This is your opportunity. Seriously, what is this? She said, pointing to the envelopes, looking afraid to open either. You can find out the old-fashioned way, or I can tell you, but I'm not saying anything until you tell me what you've been dying to get off your chest. Remember, you don't work for me anymore. I'm done here. Get it out of your system. Don't be polite. She was looking at the wall farthest from me. Your wife is a horrible human being. You should divorce her before you have kids. She makes you miserable, she added quickly, like she was barely beating a game show buzzer. I was shell-shocked. I thought she was dying to comment on the price I negotiated for my interests, not my marriage. I wasn't upset at all. I knew she wasn't a fan of Margot's. They had absolutely nothing in common. I'm not even sure my wife knew what Reeboks were. Good grief. No, I didn't mean... I tried to stop her. Ignore that part, then. What I've really been dying to tell you is that you shouldn't quit real estate to be a writer. You'll never make it. You're not a good writer. That's all I have. She was looking at me now, as though she had thoroughly enjoyed herself. That's what I've been dying to tell you. Phew! She exhaled deeply. Thank you for letting me get that off my chest. That was surprisingly satisfying. I was exasperated. No! Thank you for the confidence, but no, I meant about the deal I cut with the Thomas family. I feel like you've been dying to comment on the price I negotiated. The lights in her eyes came on. Oh, now, I've got an opinion on that, too. Those turkeys stiffed you and you let them. You left close to a half million dollars on the table. I could see the disgust for them in her eyes. There. Did you enjoy that? I asked, my heart skipping a beat because I didn't. I understood her opinion of my wife, she wasn't that far off, and I knew I wasn't that great of a writer, but what really bothered me was I thought her number would be smaller. Rose had made several passive-aggressive comments on the pricing I'd negotiated for my interests. I had a feeling she thought I was discounting the value too much, but a half million dollars? That was five times the discount I thought I gave the douchery. Yes, but not really. It's too late now, she said. Yep, well put. It's too late now. Just curious. Did you know I was Investor One, too? No. What? Oh, that is a relief. Oh, gosh. I had it wrong. Investor One is 6%. So I assumed it was a fee they were charging you. It made me sick to my stomach. So I quit being a nosy Nelly. I was amazed she didn't figure it out. She figures everything out. Don't ever play Trivial Pursuit with Rose Williams. It's maddening. You can ask what seems to be an impossible question and she'll methodically hunt down the right answer, build consensus, politely hold off outliers, and deliver the win. So, the half million dollars you think I was off didn't include the proceeds to Investor One. I was feeling a tremendous amount of relief now. Investor One is what we used in the closing documents so Rose wouldn't figure out the surprise. I had to hide it from her. If she knew my plan, she wouldn't let me do it. 
Anytime she becomes the center of attention, she starts to freak out. I could see her wheels turning now. She looked increasingly nervous. Nope, that did not include Investor One. I thought those turkeys were... She trailed off into the math as she'd already popped an HP 12B calculator out of one of her pockets, quietly computing the new cap rate. Not too shabby, kid. What a relief. Sheesh. Much better pricing if you include Investor One proceeds. Is that it, Bubba? As the weight of selling too cheap was lifted from my chest, the inebriation of success and freedom took back any lost ground. I could feel lightning in my fingertips again. Nope. Envelope one was a reason for the dust-up. Open it. I motioned to the envelopes she was holding. I knew the pricing was bugging you, and this fixes something that's been bugging me. It's been a long time coming. The important thing is I got enough. I want it out. You also have to factor in who can I sell my interest to. Who out there wants to be partners with these guys? I thumbed in the general direction of the douchery. I never thought of that. I was just thinking of the numbers. She bowed her head, looking at the envelopes. I think she already knew what was in there. Could we do this later? Sure. I mean, this isn't a special occasion or anything, I said, my arms outstretched to frame our presence together. Rose was doing what she does, trying to avoid any positive recognition of her efforts by a sustained campaign of ignorance, diversion, or postponement. I let the cat out of the bag a bit more. Do you have a mason jar? We could bury the big check in your backyard, and you could dig it up when you retire. Anybody else would be losing their shit the minute they figured out what was in that envelope, but not Rose. You'd have thought I told her a close family member would die if she opened it. Parker, this is making me uncomfortable. How much money is it? I took the envelope marked one and wrote in block letters, You are investor, right in front of the one. I watched her look down at the envelope and mouth. You are investor one. A tear dropped from her cheek onto the envelope, then another. She wouldn't look back up at me. Now Rose couldn't talk. A rarity I had asked for a billion times was happening right in front of me. Rose held the opened envelope and was studying the check with her name on it, speechless. She was trying to gather herself, which I'll say again, I love about her. And believe me, it wasn't just her. I was still in ecstatic shock. My check was much, much bigger. My big deal actually closed. I had allowed myself to dabble in the excitement of the dream of selling everything and starting my own group, but I could never really let myself own the dream. It was more like a dream leased from a distant relative, kind enough to let you use it on the weekends, provided you didn't stretch it out or fart in it. Only now it wasn't a dream. It was the Best fucking day of my life. You need a minute? I asked. She nodded yes. I watched her, feeling really proud to have done this for such a wonderful person. I waited while she stared at the check. I can't accept, she was choked up. What did I do to deserve this, Parker? That's exactly why she deserved it. She never asked for anything and worked her ass off for ten years without complaining. Are you joking? When I talk to folks and reference our deals, I think of you and me as the our, not me and the penis penises. All they do is provide money. You and I do the work. Just like I got a percentage, I felt like you always deserved a percentage. 
I thought 6% was appropriate. Stop it, Parker. She hated it when I referred to the douchery by their penis-penis names. Sorry, I'm fired up, though. You should be, too. This is 6% of my share, and I want you to have it. Like you said earlier, it's too late now. This is $375,000, she half-screamed, catching her own volume. Nobody's ever done anything like this for me. I'll have to ask Raj if I can keep the money. Oh, no, you don't. You earn this. This is yours to share with him if you choose. Consider this payment for work you've performed. That's your name on the check. Don't you worry. It makes him feel better if I do. He's not turning down this kind of dough. I never understood how some older ladies continued to wait hand and foot on their husbands without complaining and wished my wife Margot would pay closer attention. I hope there's enough money in that account. You might want to cash it quick. It would certainly give me comfort. Oh, plenty of money to cover this in 88007, she said, reciting the partnership account number, one of three trillion she had committed to memory. Yes, so again, really quick, not to belabor the point, but in your analysis, when you add the 375000 to my proceeds, we didn't get that bad of a deal, did we, total value? Nope. You done good, kid. Like you said, I also didn't consider what an unattractive recap deal this would be because of those turkeys. You're right. Nobody would want them as a partner. Heck, I'm surprised they let you out. You and I are the only ones who do any work around here. What did you fight about? You never told me. Tommy was upset when they found out you were Investor One, and then we fought over how you'd get paid. That's when I yelled. Why did you yell? They wanted to pay you themselves at a later date. She nodded. She knew what that meant. She sat in silence. Rose? Just... Excuse my French, but I don't like those gosh darn turkeys. In the ten years we'd worked together, she had never uttered a single swear word, ever, not once. The depth of her goodness was amazing. Neither do I. Do you want to know something else? Do I really have a choice? I think I've had too much already. I'm not quitting real estate to become a writer. That was a ruse. Oh, thank goodness. You'd go broke, she said, genuinely relieved. That was such a stretch, by the way. You had me going with that story about the bear. Why go through the ruse? Hicks thought, and I agreed, that convincing them I was leaving the business was the best way to get the deal done. It took their eye off the ball, which allowed me to steal their most valuable asset. Parker Duke, she whispered, looking like she was about to faint. Don't you dare. That's not your style, bub. Don't you dare tell me. I don't want to know what you took. I don't want any part of it. She thrust the envelopes toward me to take back. Relax, Rose. I didn't steal anything. I watched the concern on her face turn into confusion. Well, what are you stealing? While they were concentrating on pricing and not worrying about me competing against them, they left a giant hole in another part of the settlement. What? She was genuinely confused. I could see her big brain reconciling the deal points I'm sure she had inadvertently memorized. You. You're the most valuable asset this company has. Me? Ha! She cackled, genuinely amused. That's nice, kiddo, but you can't take me with you. Have you read the contract? I've read it. Several times now, actually, and Hicks wrote it. I know I can't ask you to come with me, 
but if you quit your job here after six months, you can come work with me. Hicks says the language in the contract is non-binding, and Georgia is a right-to-work state anyway. Oh, Parker, tears were forming in her eyes. Are you? Oh, Rose, I interrupted. I'm not asking you to marry me. I'm also not asking you to work for me. I want to make sure you know I'm asking you to come work with me as a partner in six months. You're not a secretary. I mean, you are, technically, but only because those guys are idiots. Who would let a talent like yours file leases, pay bills, and answer phones? You have a real nose for the deal. You're honest. People like you, and you're fucking brilliant. Parker. Rose shot me a grandmother's look of unbending disapproval at my swearing. Well, excuse my French, but how many times have I told you? You could run this company yourself. I mean, you pretty much do. What are you going to do then for six months? You have no hobbies. She hated talking about herself, which I loved about her. Since being hassled by my wife and trivia night aren't really hobbies, she had a valid point, which was annoying. I decided to be annoying back for sport. Well, maybe I will write my story about the bear. Oh, it had worked. She seemed disproportionately horrified. You said that was a ruse. It was, but I've been meaning to do it since college. It was mildly entertaining. Rose looked at me like I was announcing an unlikely new career in porn. Yeah, now I get it. You know I'm a big reader, don't you? I did, but felt her question was rhetorical. It just drives me crazy when they put a snappy cover on a dud. You really have no confidence in my writing. Very little. I read your writing every day, dear. Don't get your feathers ruffled. You do have very good design taste. I'm sure you'll sell some copies based on a snappy cover. I just hate it when people that can't write trick you into buying their book with a snappy cover. Well then, I appreciate your confidence in my snappy cover abilities. I hope you aren't thinking of me editing it. The swearing will be too much for me. We've already talked about this too much. It was the only plausible ruse we could think of. Listen, I'm not going to lose any sleep if I don't write it. Real estate pays the bills. Have you met my wife? Rose's brow furled. She'd already shared her thoughts on that subject. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not writing anything or doing jack squat for a couple weeks, except for maybe get a new car. Oh, golly, Parker, I'll never forget your kindness. You've been so patient and taught me so much. Don't get me wrong. My kids are my proudest achievement, but I never knew I could be good at anything other than secretarial work. You've given my life a second wind. And please don't make one of your fart jokes. I'm trying not to cry here. But you can't quit. You want to, but you can't because even though you just received $375,000, you consider it principal and you would never spend principal on living expenses so you can't afford to take six months off. Would you? She was right. She held back the tears. I shook my head, no, and looked at the unopened envelope marked, two. What's this? She asked. I can't remember. Open it. Let's see. Never had a shit-eating grin felt so good. Oh, Parker, this is six months pay at your current rate plus $22,000. Too much. I was going to say this is too much, Parker. Are you asking me to quit and come work for you now? Nope. I'm telling you that you should quit this hellhole and take six months off. Then come work with me as a partner, not for me. 
You're smarter than me, so I know you understand what I'm saying. I don't know what to say. What is 22,000 for? She said in between muffled tears. Well, 30 minutes from now, you'll realize if you quit today, you won't be fully vested in your profit sharing. This is to make up for that. The hug I never had a chance to stop was here again, except this time I didn't fight it. Hell, I'd probably hug back if I could have freed up my arms. As goofy as she was, this was my new partner. She was going to make life easier for me, and I was going to make life easier for her. This is too much. Another $42,000, she sobbed, releasing me from her grip. This is all too much. I'm sorry, Parker. I can't take this. Plus, who's going to get anything done around here if I leave? I smiled. Isn't that a glorious thought? Owner's risk. Rose scoffed, recognizing the term. That's for the owners to worry about, isn't it? That's what they love to say when they hoard the money. Owner's risk. Employees leaving for better opportunities is an owner's risk, right? She looked like a deer in the headlights. Give it back then if this is too much for you, I said, holding my hand out. She gave both checks straight back to me. Zero hesitation. No, I laughed. Only you. I was just kidding. It's too late. The deal is done. I can't take it back. She looked at me in disbelief. They'll sue you. Bring it on. I'm flush with cash and my best friend's an attorney. I'll enjoy every minute of it. They don't have leverage over me anymore. I felt like saying that a hundred times. Quit joking. If I come work for you, those turkeys will sue you. Maybe. Hicks Krugler has assured me they'll fall short if they do. And I trust him like I trust you. What do you always tell me? Don't borrow worry. What will I do for six months? Did you really just ask me that? I'm 62. You're a late bloomer. I'm just saying, I'm not going to be working forever. I'd like to retire in three years. She shook the checks. I could retire now if I wanted, but I don't want to. I also don't want to work past 65, Parker. Only Rose could be this honest at this moment. Understood. Then join me for three years and retire better. Think about it. You know we'll have fun. I need to get going, though. Let's have a celebratory dinner at Hal's when Dick's in town. It's on me. What do you think? She seemed to hesitate. Well, Dick wouldn't. I won't bring Margot. We would love that. She stood up, her newfound wealth clenched in the fist of her throwing arm. I'm going to go tell those turkeys, why don't you wait a day or two, I interrupted her, and wrap everything up nice and tidy for them. Even though they don't deserve it, you need to leave on good terms. Then we'll both get to watch them implode naturally, of their own incompetency. Remember what I taught you? I was being facetious, as this secretary had taught me. Never, she finished the lesson, burn a bridge. Exactly. And if I can hold back, you can. Besides, the less they know, the better. You don't want to show her hand. I get it. She looked at the checks again and then held them up. But this is too much money. I held up the wire transfer confirmations Hicks had brought me. Have you seen these? We did this together, Rose. I can understand if you don't want to leave Thomas Properties. This is a progressive company and you have a bright future here. All these phones to answer and bills to file. I motioned at the endless row of putty-colored steel case file cabinets. There was a silence between us. It was our moment, and we deserved it. We did it together. I could have made money without her, but if we're being honest, probably not as much, with half of the fun and considerably less dick talk. I appreciated her, 
She earned the money. The money is yours to keep either way. You've earned it, and I wanted to share it with you. It was the right thing to do. If you choose to partner with me in six months, we'll find a place to invest all of this. I waved my wire transfer confirmations. And most of this, she smiled her own shit-eating grin as she held up her checks. I was so proud of her, she was finally getting her due. Rose stood there, stalling, and I knew what she was doing. She was deciding whether to come in for a third hug. Usually, when the number of hugs is already at two, I'm okay with a handshake or even a good luck Parker with a stunted wave goodbye. But I knew it wouldn't be that easy. Parker, I know you don't like hugs, but gosh darn it, all you've done for me? She came at me like a Midwestern mother would, fast and deliberate. Delivering a strong hug, pregnant with warmth, tailed by an unexpected peck on the cheek and a fast exit, signaling the moment was over. Rose stopped at the door and turned back to me. Oh my gosh, your call is still online too. Should I ditch it? Yes. Okay, he asked for you though, a guy named Philip. He sounds like he might be a tenant. Can I take it and ask? Philip? I asked. My euphoria slammed its brakes. Did Philip sound gay? Oh golly, Parker, she paused, remembering. Not at all. He sounded sad. He sounded like a nice fellow, though. Not happy gay. Gay as in your cousin Herman. Oh, homosexual gay gay. Yes, he sounded very homosexual gay. He sounded like a nice, sad homosexual. For some reason, Rose had a tendency to enunciate extra syllables when pronouncing concepts that eluded her. He asked for you specifically. I knew who Philip was. Really? Today? Now? What do you want me to do, bub? I'll take the call. I think he might be my old house cleaner. I looked at Rose. This was it. Our end here in Thomas Thomas Town. I waited until she was looking me in the eyes. Rose, thank you for everything. This is the best fucking day of my life. The swearing already. Sheesh. She shook her head as she looked down and away from me. She was gathering herself together, but stalling, which, like I said, I loved about Rose. But this was new. She couldn't look at me. She was emotional. She positioned herself in the doorway, half in, half out, and spoke to the floor. Thank you, Parker. And yeah, I know. Her unshakable Midwestern voice cracked as she wrestled against her puckered, crying face. Best fucking day of my life, too. And she was out the door.